Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. My next guest is Ari Goldkind, criminal lawyer, media commentator, and of course, I'm just joking. During the Premier's meeting in Winnipeg, public safety and bail reform topped the agenda for the Premier's above the economy and above everything else, health included. Listen to this. Mayor Sohi of Edmonton is pleading with the federal justice minister, David Lametti, for immediate action, quote-unquote, on bail reform. This after a father of seven was stabbed to death in a random attack at a city LRT station. So, Ari, I've heard programs on Canadian justice. Thanks for joining us. I want to say that first. Thank you. How are you? I'm excellent. And you? I'm good. Uh, I've heard programs on Canadian justice and the justice system for 35 years. Mm-hmm. I've broadcast inside two Canadian prisons with members of the inmates' committees, and I've visited at least six additional prisons as a member of an advisory board uh, for the on Correctional Service Canada for the Federal Minister of Public Safety when Vic Taves had that position. And I remember well the awful state of Canada's justice system back in the early to mid-90s. It seems to me we're drifting or have drifted back to something very much that very much resembles those years. What are your thoughts? Well, first of all, let's talk about the word deleteriously. Oh, thank you. So let's start there. There's yes. nobody more deleterious to the pocketbooks of Canadians than Tiff Mackham, who now views himself as a politician. If your listeners go read his remarks about Canada needing unfettered immigration for the next foreseeable future, which you're only allowed to have one opinion on. Last time I checked, he's the Bank of Canada governor. I don't know that he's ever run for office. Let's go to your question about crime. My basic position here, whether it's Edmonton, Roy, Vancouver, Kitchener, Ontario, Toronto, Halifax, is that the Canadian people, who by and large of all races and religions and creeds, are a law-abiding, civilized group of people, 70% of them who do not vote for the current inhabitant of Parliament Hill, who, in my view, has debased this country and debased the good, civilized, law-abiding people of this country for eight years, you will see, because you mentioned Lametti's name, and he is not like Voldemort. His name should be mentioned. The lack of action, the tone-deaf response by the so-called justice minister, and the so-called public safety minister, the unwillingness to have an honest discussion about crime, an honest discussion about our criminal code, an honest discussion, Roy, which is almost never even raised, which is the Youth Criminal Justice Act, and an honest discussion of crime and criminality. If you look at Lametti's tone-deaf statement yesterday, I'm sure you saw it, which was two long pages, all as a result of the god-awful, disgusting shooting by the man on bail in Toronto of the wife and mother of two and leave aside her familial connections, probably just a wonderful woman in her own right, shot in broad daylight in Leslieville. This is a country that at every turn, here's the bottom line, Roy, it rewards people for lying, but if you dare speak the truth, you get called a bunch of ludicrous names. So... We did experience that in the early 90s. I was there. I was on the front lines, Ari, 
And there was one individual with, I think, 75 criminal convictions. 75. And he was living in a halfway house in, in Hamilton, Ontario. And he walked away. He and someone else stole a car. They drove to Sudbury. And uh, a 21-year-old police officer stopped them for a routine traffic check. You can imagine what happened to the officer. Mm -hmm. Shot and killed. Yeah. 21. Young father. That case and a few others, they're setting Bernardo aside now. That case and a few others motivated the people of Canada to say, enough. And the government of the day had to respond. And the government of the day was still at that time, and it was in transition, but it was Brian Mulroney over to Jean Chrétien. Didn't matter who was in power. The people of Canada said, enough. And I think, Ari, we're getting close to that point again, or if we're not there already. I, I don't think so, Roy, and I'll tell you what. Because the one conversation you can't have, which you could have had 30, 40 years ago, when certain people were called super predators or Brian Mulroney talked tough on crime, you had a very different country demographically. And nobody seems to want to speak honestly. You can always talk about the pros of changing demogra demographics. You can talk with all the platitudes and assumptions and non-statistical backing where it's all kumbaya and roses. But the reason you're not going to see meaningful change here, Roy, no matter how many premiers that get, get together at a conference, no matter how many times Doug Ford speaks to Alex Pearson, because what he said is right. There used to be a day and age where we believe that cops can keep the peace. We're adding hundreds of thousands of people to the GTA Toronto area each year, but somehow the number of cops go down. That's insane. But if you really want to have a conversation where you say, Roy, why aren't we having sort of a unified front where Canadians en masse say, look, let's just tighten up the bail laws a little bit. Well, you're going to get pushback from the 3 to 5% of people for whom Trudeau can do no wrong, who are extraordinarily far left, who will repeat the off-sighted line, Roy, which you can fill in as soon as I introduce it, which is there's two groups of people, racially or culturally, that we don't want overrepresented in our jails. Lametti says this loudly, over and over and over. And until you can finish that conversation and say, let's take a real hard look at which groups, races, religions, or cultures by a gro greater than their per capita number are committing serious crimes of violence, until you have that honest conversation, and how the criminal justice system does or does not respond. You can have a thousand meetings at the Royal York. Uh, you can have a thousand meetings at the Chateau Laurier in Ottawa, and it's not going to make a hill of beans different. Now, I'm not going to blow smoke here. You know, I don't do that. But at the time, I'm going back now to the, to the 90s. At the time that we were having those discussions, and I told you last time we talked, Mm -hmm. I started a five-day series. Had no intention of doing that. There was this incident in Toronto, and I was broadcasting out of Toronto at the time, and it had to do with a police officer. And I said, do you trust police? It was a, wasn't really a throwaway question. It was a, just a question during the show. Five days, Harry. Three hours a day. Five days. Yep. And the very people... Um, you're talking about, if you're talking racially, racial divide, 
Every, I'm, I'm just going to say this. Everybody was in on it. We had a rap group, a, a black rap group that wrote a song based on those shows and took clips from the show. Everybody had had enough because nobody felt safe. Didn't matter who you were, where you lived, prob- no prob- one felt safe. Prob- probably nobody more than those groups because by and large, those two groups find themselves yes. the victims. Yes. By yes. and large, yes. of the kind of unlawfulness and people on bail thumbing their nose at the system. And that's why, as I said, Roy, before we have to go, I'll tell you right now, you get rewarded in this country for lying. You get penalized for telling the truth. I'm not letting letting you go. Anybody who can say deleterious can't leave the show after 10 minutes. I'm right here. I used to say to somebody, I used to say to people, you know, (laughs) you couldn't spell cat if I spotted you the C and the A. That's right. It's kind of rude, eh? That's right. It was kind of rude no, for me to do that's that. Just, no, but we, we dumb down this culture, Roy, and we allow stupidity to become the zeitgeist of the day where every person at their dinner table knows what's true and false, but unfortunately, they can't have the dinner table discussion out loud, and no politician has the guts to actually represent their constituents. Ari, uh, this was about a week ago in the United States in prison, Larry Nasser, the former doctor for the U.S. women's gymnastics team who sexually abused dozens, if not more, women, young girls when they were in his care, was attacked in prison. He got sentenced to a few hundred years. And um, there was much cheering. Wherever I looked on social media, there was much cheering for whoever assaulted Nasser, critically hurt. It didn't bother me a bit either. Uh, So, uh, and in here... Officialdom in Canada is worried about preserving Bernardo's right to privacy and secretly moved him to medium security in Quebec City from maximum security in Ontario. When I directly posed the question about whether Bernardo had been receiving conjugal visits in prison, they wrote me a reply in which the CSC, Correctional Service Canada, twisted itself into verbal knots trying to not answer and faded off to writing about the privacy rights of any visitors in Canadian prisons. But when I was in, a, when I was in Joyceville Prison talking to the inmates committee, and I asked them about a certain violent sexual deviant criminals if they were placed into the general population of the prison. We, we, had, we had calls coming in, Harry. Calls coming in for the inmates committee members. They said unequivocally that they wouldn't survive. They didn't put it in those words, but they said they would not survive. And you know what happened, Harry? Caller after caller after caller sided with the inmates committee. And you're not surprised, are you? No, I'm not surprised. And I think there's three parts to that question, Roy. And I'll tell you, the most interesting part of your question was the setup there about Larry Nasser. I'll make my points briefly about Bernardo. One, the Correctional Services of Canada is at times a complete joke. The idea that Bernardo's privacy, once he's convicted and the key is thrown away theoretically, the idea that his privacy trumps Canadians or even politicians' right to know what's going on, that's quite frankly sickening. To the point you just made, Tim Danson, the lawyer for the Bernard, for the Mahaffey and French family, came right out and used his indoor voice out loud and said if Bernardo doesn't like the creature comforts of his time in Kingston, by all means he should move to the general population. And what Tim Danson was saying, which I thought skirted the edge of, uh, I thought, a very clever but daring statement was basically let him go into general and be killed the part i want to respond to roy because i think 
you know, some of the things I say may resonate with your audience. I think this won't. I think your audience will disagree with me. And the truth is, I don't care. I think what happened to Larry Nasser and the fact that people celebrate it is an absolute disgrace. I knew you would. Joke. Well, I didn't know that you would know that, but that's my view. It's a disgrace. It lowers us to the realm of savages. If you want to put him to death, put him to death. If we want to have capital punishment in Canada to put Bernardo to death, well, we have a... But do you understand when people have that kind of response? Oh, no, 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 but I'm going to get to that in a moment. I completely understand that response. And look, I'm the first person who thinks we'd probably be better off in Canada with a bit of a purge, to quote that movie, if anybody has seen it. But if we're going to have me at the beginning of a different segment say, we're debasing ourselves with these people being released on bail, we're debasing ourselves with tents or encampments or tenement cities, or half of the so-called asylum refugees sleeping on the street in Toronto, that we're debasing taxpayers, we're debasing parents, we're debasing people. It's, to me, completely debasing that we allow our worst selves to celebrate that when somebody's in a penal institution, a jail, because that's how we decide as a civilized society to punish people. Well, I thumb my nose at Arabian countries in the Mideast that a woman looks at a man the wrong way and she ends up getting stoned and put into a pit. I'm now supposed to celebrate Larry nah, Nassar. You're an interesting guy. I hear you. Ridiculous. I hear you. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 